Hello, it's your host Jellywave from Let's Not Starve, a podcast about financial literacy for animators, artists, and other creatives. Before we begin, if you're an artist, I encourage you to bring out your drawing materials and doodle while you listen to this. I don't care if it's a line notebook and crown, just start doodling. Just pause this and get them. Got them? Good. The topic for today is the question that commonly goes through every artist's mind at some point. Am I on the right path? I believe the answer is simple as what's your goals and what do you want to achieve? No one can predict the future, but we can plan for it by taking certain steps. For years, I have been reviewing artist stories from the ones that succeed to the ones that are struggling. The crime majority seems to be the struggling ones, and this leads to the stereotypes. There are certain factors that every artist should consider when trying to reach their goals. What works for one person may not work for you. I'll repeat, what works for one person may not work for you. And that's okay. This makes our stories unique. There are some artist factors that everyone should consider, and I break them down into this. Passion, location, budget, education, and talent. Some people have more connections than talent. Other people may have more budget but live in the middle of nowhere. Every person's situation is different, so let's identify your artist factors into further detail. Let's begin with passion. We all have passion, sure, but do we have passion for the craft? Some artists are sold into the career path after a few experiences. Whether it's the hobby aspect you get from drawing, a favorite artist you enjoy, or a favorite animated film. I believe these are great reasons to get into art, but they can also be quite dangerous. What am I talking about? Well, I have a story. There's this chick I know who's a fresh graduate. Her goal is to work for this popular studio, which has great animated movies. She tailored her resume to aim specifically for this popular studio has no plans to work for any other studio, but has her eyes set on this one place. She fills out her application and only applies there. Doesn't get in. Applies again. Doesn't get in. Applies one last time and she still doesn't get in. She doesn't apply to any other studio because she isn't a fan of their work. The only good work to her is from this popular studio. She gives up for now and works a retail job. Another example would be the chick who loves to draw, but only draws in their own art style. Okay, I might be talking about myself from the past. Never trying anything new and has tunnel vision. Also some weird Dunning-Kruger effect. And never growing and experimenting. Inventing yourself and knowing what you like can be a good thing, but don't say you like animation, but actually mean you like one studio's work. Don't say you like art, but only draw humans because, quote, backgrounds aren't my thing. No, no. Let your passion be genuine for the medium. Explore different mediums and different works. If your goal is to work for a top studio, that's great. You should always aim towards your goals. But I feel like some people's goals are kind of tunneled vision. I encourage you to look at the bulk of other studios' animated work. Just know that you should always aim to expand your knowledge. 
It's a healthy way to grow as an artist and develop passion for things you never thought you'd have passion for before. Passion can get you far, but please, please make sure your passion is genuine and not biased. The next factor is location. Are you where the art is? I know this could be a tough one because it's not easy to move around as often. Plus, no one can control where they grew up. You hear people doing the greatest sacrifice and moving thousands of miles from their hometown. This is for a reason. People who are in certain states are closer to studios and galleries. This can make anyone who isn't in these states feel like they have to leave. The location has a huge impact on whether someone has a ton of experience or a little bit of experience. It's true that employers will ask where you live if you apply somewhere else in another location. If you're not in the state or country you want to be in, you must find other unique ways to put yourself out there. I also say it's absolutely crucial to do your research. To move to a new place can be a risky venture, and it is. Before you even consider doing anything, make sure you create a financial plan and a great budget. No unnecessary debt involved, but instead being frugal. If you live out in the middle of nowhere, use the internet to create an online presence, so that when you do move, you aren't lost. Or better yet, stay where you are and create your own projects and businesses. With all that, I'm also trying to emphasize the different journeys people have to reach for their goals. Location plays a huge part in someone's journey. Execute a plan and get creative. Don't let your location limit you, but don't do anything too, too risky without a concrete plan. This leads us to budget. This has helped me a ton. I used to be a frivolous spender. I would buy all sorts of random things on the internet. A huge percentage of what I made didn't go towards a debt or a saving or learning. Did you know that 65% of Americans have no idea how much they spent last month? By learning to budget what you make, you can get ahead of most Americans. You budget your needs, wants, savings, and debt repayment. I know what you're thinking. How am I supposed to budget if my pay is inconsistent or not that much? I suggest you allow up to 50% of your income for needs, leave 30% of your income for wants, and commit 20% of your income for savings and debt repayment. Making the small amount of $800 a month, I was able to budget effectively with this method. It may not seem glamorous at first, but when you take a leap to save some of what your income is, you can make a difference between a successful artist and a starving artist. I encourage you to track your spending and see what you need to improve on. For those who have an inconsistent pay, move money around to set a specific amount for food, rent, or any other thing. I even encourage you to spend money developing your skills as an artist, if you can afford to. What I don't encourage is doing all of this budgeting at once. But minor things, like if you spend too much eating out, or if you never saved at all, Take baby steps to improve it. I don't know your situation, but it may be worth giving a try. This leads us to education, the mixed bag that is this topic. Some argue that you need a bachelor's degree, 
Other people say that you need a good portfolio. Others believe that all you need is connection. Which one is the right answer? To that, I say what works for one person may not work for you. We all have our own way of getting to our end goal. Some believe that education is an important way to get to your end goal. If you want to go to college to learn to draw, remember that that's not where you learn. No, seriously, our schools and colleges aren't exactly that much for learning. What I commonly hear is, it's about buying your way into a network and making friends who may eventually work their way into the system, then pull you in. If you're listening and thinking, where do I learn? There are so many different resources online and in the library that don't break the bank. Before you decide to take the education route, know your motives beforehand. Do you want to learn how to draw? Maybe use YouTube or an online resource. Need connections to get where you want to go? Try art school or networking online. Don't need any of it? Don't go to school. Again, know your motives before making such a huge decision. Lastly, we have talent. Not gonna lie, I kinda hate this word. There's no such thing as natural talent. There's a ton of hard work and practicing involved. No matter what anyone tells you, no one is born a gifted, perfect artist. In fact, artists are supposed to grow all the time. My old middle school teacher used to say this phrase, practice doesn't make perfect, perfect practice makes perfect. What he means is that you should be practicing in terms of getting better. Perfect practice doesn't have to be boring either. I asked you guys to doodle because that's the time to get some perfect practice in. Doodles are a great way to try something new, something you normally wouldn't do with expensive materials. Sometimes it's easy to feel rigid when you are using expensive materials. When you're doodling, it's the perfect time to draw something new and continue growing. You don't have to break the bank to perfect your craft. The more you draw, the more talent, per se, you'll get. Don't invest in materials you can't afford, and practice with what you have. I learned with a pencil and a ruled notebook. The more you doodle, the better. And of course, try to have some fun with it. And that's all I have to say for now. Passion, vocation, budget, education, and talent. How you handle these factors tie into you being successful as an artist. How passionate are you about this? How will you utilize your location, wherever that may be, to your advantage? How would you budget yourself in this endeavor? Do you think school is a good investment or not? And lastly, developing your talent with the materials you have. These are the topics to consider, and maybe you're more disadvantaged in one area than another. It's okay to use what you have. Okay, okay. I'm done talking. Thanks for listening. The next episode, I'll be talking about common scams artists fall for. Stay awesome, and I'll catch you guys later.